Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies and moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is the podcast where we're so excited to have you every single week connect with us, a place where leaders grow together, a place where we connect. We fundamentally believe there is a leader inside of you. Doesn't matter what sector, industry you work in, you are a leader. This is the place you need to be because we really want to help you become all that God has ordained and assigned you to be. Thank you for tuning in today. And I would love if this is your first time for you to let me know. Send me a message, Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Let me know. Hey, this is my first time. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. Want to invite you to also go to my website, josephwalker3.org. I promise you, it'll bless you. If you go there, you see great content and other information that I believe can be a tremendous blessing to your life. Our books and other things, maybe you want us to come and speak and share with your organization. We are making ourselves available to do just that. I'm so excited to share with you this thought because one of the things that I believe every leader has the capacity to do is to grow things. Someone asked me one day, how do I define my leadership? And I said, one of the tenets of my leadership, I grow things. (laughs) I just believe it's important. The measurable success is the ability to take a thing from one space and to move it to another, to watch things grow. Even the Bible says you shall know them, meaning leaders, meaning people who are disciples, by the fruit that they bear. And so as a consequence, I think it's important for us to not be afraid of growth and certainly not to make a justification for things that don't. To understand, if you look at the ministry of Jesus, Jesus grew things. And particularly when you look at the crowds that followed him, you begin to also think about the first century church and how after Pentecost, the Bible says, 3,000 souls were added in one day. So it's important we understand what growth is and not to be intimidated by it in our business, in our churches, in our personal life. But it's also important to be able to delineate whether or not it's healthy growth or if it's swelling. Some things get big because they swell. And I want to talk about that because I want you to grow and don't swell. And in doing that, here's some things I want to share with you. Here's number one. Where there is swelling, there is an infection. Make no mistake about it. From the outside, it looks great. I mean, it's happening, it's moving. But if it's unhealthy, it's because there is an infection that is creating that level of swelling. And that kind of swelling is not managed growth. It is just out of control growth. When an infection is resident within the life of an organization, it may appear on the surface like success. In fact, behind the scenes, it is pure chaos. So it is important for you as a leader to focus on infrastructural integrity. 
to make sure you have things compliant, to make sure you have good relationships with those who execute your vision. Because whenever there is an infection, it can ultimately swell and that bubble can pop just like that. It implodes from the inside out. So I think it's incredibly important, particularly for those of you that are serious about growth, to ask yourself, do I have an infection here? Is this swelling because of some dysfunction, something that's no longer sustainable? Is this something that's seasonal? How often have you seen things pop up and you wonder why it popped up for a season and then it fizzled away because it was an infection? There is no thing that I believe (laughs) in your life as a next level leader, you should even tolerate regarding growing unless it grows healthy and that it grows without infection. So make certain you examine, you pull back, you have real conversations, look at it carefully and make sure you don't get caught up in the vortex of just the excitement of what appears to be adding numbers and bodies and et cetera and determine that it is growing when in fact it could actually just be swelling due to infection. Now, the second thing that's important is that growth must be balanced. What am I saying here? I'm saying to you that whenever you grow a thing, it has to have a level of balance tied to it. For example, think about how a plane flies. It flies left wing, right wing. It flies balanced. Whenever the equilibrium is thrown off, then it's experiencing turbulence or it's experiencing some kind of malfunction. But it's important that you understand it is designed to fly at a level balance. You, as you grow an organization, must recognize that there is a significant history, but there's also an amazing destiny. And you have to be able to use both carefully and to know how not to eradicate one for the other, but to make sure that the balance of the growth, that you have voices at the table that represent different generations, different ideations. It's so important, right? Because as you grow, it is incredibly important that that growth is balanced. I've seen people grow so much innovation, so much creativity, but they have no seasoned people speaking into their life, no wisdom. And so everything is just right now, it's hot, it's moving, it's moving, and there's nobody bringing a level of foundational growth and values. So as you grow, you have to make certain that the growth is balanced. That is the key. And so as you grow, it's incredibly important to make sure growth is balanced. Here's number three. Growth must be supported infrastructurally. Now, why is that important? Because as you grow a thing, the Bible says in Isaiah, as you enlarge your tent to make sure you strengthen your stakes, because a lot of people grow and you grow on charisma, but you don't have a lot of infrastructural stability. And I think it's important to make sure you're dotting every I, crossing every T, I am, by nature, an infrastructuralist. I'm a business person. I'm a person who thinks about compliance every single day. I'm thinking about how to make sure things are decent and in order. And I've seen organizations outgrow their infrastructural capacity. And as a consequence, things suffer like customer service. Things suffer like turnover in staff because you did not take time to really lean in on the infrastructure that was necessary to support the growth. Perfect example of that is a city growing and a city growing by leaps and bounds, but it doesn't have a good traffic plan. It doesn't have good infrastructure relative to 
how people move around the city, right? And so when you think about that for a minute, transit is so critical, right? Because transit is a part of a master plan projecting the growth of a city. And so the reason why you have all of these bottlenecks and you have all this crazy traffic is because the city or the growth has outgrown the infrastructure. And it's frustrating taking you an hour, sometimes an hour and a half just to get home. Think about that. Think about your business. Think about your ministry. Think about whatever. Think about how long does it take people <laughs> to engage or get services or et cetera, because you did not have infrastructural support. You have to make sure that as you're growing, it's managed, it's balanced. You're thinking about before we do this, before we expand here, we have to make sure we do this. We have an, a situation in our ministry. We've expanded to four locations. We have a location in Brentwood, Tennessee. It's the smallest of our four locations and we're managing it. And before we go full throttle, you know, really reaching the community because it's already to capacity, before we start reaching out to, you know, real strong evangelism and reaching out to diverse crowds, we want to make sure we have infrastructure in place, secondary location, a place that we can expand into. Because if we just have thousands of folk come to a place that doesn't see thousands, we're going to be in trouble. It's going to be a horrible sight. So we want to make sure we position ourselves infrastructure and we're thinking about these things. We are planning these things. The Bible says, which of you who does not build a tower does not first count the cost. So it's important that we begin to count the cost and think about that, right? And I believe it's important. And so the fourth thing I want to talk about today is something that's perhaps one of the most difficult things any leader will have to do when you are growing. And I'm going to give a biblical foundation for this. It is growth must be purged. Wow. You know, when you're a leader, sometimes and you become very attached to people and things. You wonder why certain people leave and you grow and you say, wow, I've had people come through my ministry or come through my business and they come and they leave and they come and they go. And you wonder what's going on. It's really the natural progression of purging. Think about it for a moment. Here's the biblical construct of that. In John chapter 15, the Bible says that Jesus is the true vine and uh, every branch that's in him bears fruit. And if the branch is connected to him, he says he purges it, that it will bear much more fruit. In other words, he, 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 purged, he purposely cuts it. He purposely cuts the vine so that it can bear greater fruit. Sometimes you have to understand that God is purging things out of your life and out of your organization in order that it creates more space and capacity for others to come. And so if you're trying to hold on to what God is purging, then you can limit the capacity and find yourself at a standstill. I have often learned, man, to that when people's seasons are up, uh, when it's time for people to move on, let them move on. Because in our ministry, what I've discovered is that every time one leaves, it's like five come. So you have to just be okay with the purging. And some of you, uh, if you're going to grow and be a leader, growth has purging in it. Some people have, will grow with you to a certain level, but they don't have the capacity to go to the next level. They are purged. Some people, you know, it's just their season is up. You have to be willing to be okay with that. Purging is a part of the process. No person who has ever grown any organization will tell you they've all, all of them have experienced purging at one time or another. Now, here's why number five is important. Your team must be intentional. As you grow, I think it's important that you don't swell because when you have a team that you have handpicked, prayed over, people who have certain skill sets, 
You know, I always talk about those four C's in my book, No Opportunity Wasted, people who have great character, competence, capacity, and who can operate at your cadence. In order, it would be people who have character, competence, people who operate at your cadence, and then people who have capacity. It's important, right? Because these qualities are necessary because you have to be intentional about the kinds of people that's going to steward the growth. You cannot just be random with this. You just can't do it because people have a good heart. You have to make sure people have expertise, people are efficient, people have good spirits about them. They are committed to the vision. They're not manipulative for hidden agendas. All of this intentionality is necessary if your organization is going to grow, because if not, you're going to end up with an infection again because you have someone there that becomes a cancer and that cancer metastasizes to your organization. And before long, you're wondering what happened. How did this happen? How did a cluster of people who worked for me ended up leaving at the same time or feeling this way? It's because you had a cancer that spread and dissent happened and negativity happened. And these folks are, you know, creating an infection. And in the growth, you have to deal with that. And so it's important that your team is chosen with a great deal of intentionality. You as a leader, listen to me, do not have to settle. You do not have to settle for subpar teams. Find the best at what they do, invest in them, take care of them, because if your growth is going to be sustainable, you have to surround yourself with the best and the brightest without compromise. This is so important, right? And as you do it, number six is you have to keep training along the way. You see, the thing that keeps you from swelling is that you're constantly exposing your team, constantly exposing the organization to training. You are learning. Leaders are learners. And people who are in organizations that are growing healthy, they, they are learning constantly. They are being exposed to best practices. They are reading books and material on how to be more effective and efficient in what they do. They take it very seriously. And so training is so important. And you have people who are operating in your business and working for you who have certain expertise, but then those expertise need to be sharpened and they need to be, their license needs to be renewed, if you will. People have to go to further training to get the best and brightest. And I think about technology and how technology is changing. Are your people being exposed to the new things that are coming out every six months or so? It's important that you put your team in a position to win, to manage the growth so you're not behind, so you're not turning buttons when you should be pushing buttons, right? You got to know what is coming down the pike. Put your people in a position. They can be trained. They're efficient. They're effective. They operate in excellence. This is how you avoid swelling because your people are informed. The reality is an informed team is an efficient team. Let me say it again. An informed team is an efficient team. You can't go wrong in that area. Let's review what we've talked about so far. We're trying to talk here about not swelling, but how to grow. As part of that, we found out swelling is actually a result of an infection. We know that when people are dissenting, people are manipulative, when there are people who do not have the best interest of the organization in mind, the infection is in the house. And you have to understand that a thing can swell and it looked like growth, But the fact is, you can be drawn into yourself things you will have to deal with much later. And your growth as you grow, make sure you're not one-dimensional in your growth, but make sure your growth is balanced. Make sure it encompasses every generation. There's something for everybody. 
That's how you grow healthy. In our ministry, we have a strong college ministry. We have a strong seniors ministry, strong young adult ministry, right? Strong marriage ministry, strong singles ministry. It's something for everybody. So make sure it's a balance, but also make sure that it is supported infrastructurally. You have budget tied to it. You have training. You have infrastructure. You have staff. You have volunteers. You have enough infrastructure in place that you don't outgrow your infrastructure, outgrow the support system. And therefore, your experience with people is horrible because they come in, engage the system, excited, but the experience is so horrible. They go and tell it. And all of a sudden now there's a narrative out that you're raggedy, not put together, horrible customer service, et cetera. Number four, growth must be purged. At certain seasons, you got to clip. You got to let things go. It's a natural part of the process. Number five, your team must be intentional. Handpick, take your time, find the right people, get the right team around you. Number six, keep training along the way. Keep building a team, building folks, helping them become their best version of themselves in the role in which they operate. And number seven, here's a big one. Don't follow trends, set them. I want to help you with this. Don't follow these trends out here. Don't be out here just tagging on to everything that's hot. Everything that's hot right now doesn't mean it's going to be sustainable later. I have seen so many ups and downs, so many people just running after trends and not focused on what they should be focused on. This is the time in which you really, really have to lock in on those things that are sustainable. Think about what's going to be here 20, 30 years from now. And so as a leader, growth is about not being episodic, not being in my emotions, not saying, well, everybody's doing this, let's do it. It's about taking the least travel road, being unique, doing something no one else is doing, solving problems that are in the earth and not answering questions nobody's asking. I hope that helped you today. You are a next level leader. And I want you to grow. I want everything around you to grow. But I want you to make sure as it grows, it's not swelling. It's all about intentionality. I want to thank you so much. And I hope this has helped you. I hope you've taken great notes. I hope this helps you continue to be the leader that you're on the planet to be. Thank you for listening. Make sure you follow me at Joseph Walker 3. Go to my website, josephwalker3.org to get that book on No Opportunity Wasted. If you don't have it or Leadership and Loneliness, all the books I've written, they're right there on my website. Let me know also on social media. Let me know if you were blessed by the podcast and share it with at least five people. We're trying to reach a million people. We want this podcast to continue to grow. And the only way it's going to happen is you help us. And I appreciate you for that. And I thank you so much. Thank you again for tuning in. And until next time, you be blessed. Peace out. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph with you.